Hi. Okay, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah, it's raining. It's raining really hard here and it's cozy. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. I am just getting everybody's documents set up to be ready to go. Um, so you are the first one here. Would you like to go first? It's okay. It's, I don't know the rules. I, I only, have I don't one. have any rules. I make them up as I go. <laughs> okay. You're the boss. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So I saw that you had a couple questions in yours. One was what to do when some someone contacts me about a specific piece or commission and then never reacts to my reply. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what happened. Um, I, there were, there's, uh, someone I worked with a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. She contacted me and she said, uh, hi, how are you? I, I was thinking, I'm looking for a, an original present for my parents. And I was thinking of commissioning to have a painting of my both children to give mm. to her parents. And how much would it cost and how, how long would it take? Uh, because she likes my paintings, she said. Yeah. Um, and what did I you say? I, I always, I'm very enthusiastic because I always say I would love to do that. And I'm so excited that you thought of me. Mm -hmm. um, it would take this and this long, depending on if it's one or two paintings. Um, the price is, is this and this. Um, and if you have any more questions, contact me, hoping to hear from you. Yes. Hi. And was that the last point of contact? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just going to, real quick, Daisy, you're going to go uh, second, and then Tracy will go third. I'm just going with whoever got here first. Um, so if you need to do work in the background, you're welcome to do that or however you like to hang out. So Natalie was asking, like, what do you do when someone asks you about a commission and then you give them all the information and then they don't say anything else. Yes. Daisy, we've talked about this a lot. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, there are like some general rules of thumb about ways that you can try to re-engage. I do my best to try to look at the individual situation and say, what do I feel like would be the next best thing to do? Mm -hmm. Um, in this case, since you know her, uh, here's the deal with following up. People think following up means I need to push until they say yes. Yeah. And that's no fun. That's not fun for you to do. That's not fun for them to receive. And mm -hmm. sometimes it works, but let's just not do that. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite ways, honestly, to follow up is, well, one, to keep them on my whatever tracker I'm using at the moment, whether it's my planner or my spreadsheet or Trello or whatever. So mm -hmm. I remember I need to follow up with them. But when I say follow up, I just mean have a touch point. So I've made, I don't know how many dollars, a lot of dollars by following up by just going on to their Instagram and seeing what they've been up to and leaving a, like having, starting a thoughtful conversation about it. And then they go, Oh yeah, I meant to get back to you about that thing. And here's what I think. And then that conversation continues too. Does that work every time? No. Cause sometimes they're like, well, this is just too expensive, but I don't want to tell her it's too expensive. And also I'm just, I'm, word vomiting at the moment. So just give me a minute. We'll get to a point here. Uh, sometimes, a lot of times, it's a long game. It's not like they say yes or no immediately. And that's your answer. A lot of times they won't give you a no and they won't give you a yes. And so it's just those heads for a long time. Daisy, how long did it take us to close that big commission of yours? Uh, three, almost four months, four months. Oh, wow. Um, and that's not a bad thing because 
the way that I am teaching you to operate is to constantly be showing up, talking to people, bringing in new leads and starting that process with people where you get hung up and where you get stuck is when you, let's say, do an event or get a commission request and you give them the information and they don't respond and they're like, well, damn it, nobody's ever going to buy from me. What am I going to do? And then you just kind of like get all yeah. for a while and then you try again. But when you keep in mind that it's more of a, if you can think about it as a long game instead of a short game, okay. and maybe game is the wrong word. That's just a phrase that we use here, but constantly building on that, you're going to have a lot more success. So in this particular instance, how would I recommend you follow up next? How long has it been? 10 days. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I, I like a seven to 10 day window, especially after they've made that first ask. So there's mm -hmm. a couple different ways you could do. You can decide what feels the best for you. Did you respond via email or DM or he contacted me through email and I replied through email because she's not present on social media. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite, if she's not yeah. on social media, the easiest way to follow up via email is to go find the email you sent, hit forward, and then say, hey, friend, whatever her name is. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure if your inbox is anything like mine, it's full and you just got busy and didn't have time to reply. See the message below. Um, let me know what you think, even if it's a no. I like to try to add in that, give me the no if it's a no. Because I would rather they say no than just leave me hanging for months. Me too, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll so that. that's, that's one way that you could do it. Another way that you could do it is like, if she is someone who is in your area, maybe you could just like say, hey, do you want to get some coffee? Like, and get caught up and not even mention the art and just see if it comes up, um, which it probably will because that was the last interaction you had. Mm. If it was so, if she was on social media, I would probably give you another answer there. But I think of those two and even both of those, you could do one now, and then if you don't get a response in 10 days or so, do the coffee thing. And after that, just say, it's a no for now. But mm -hmm. I never close the door until they give me a verbal no. Okay. Thanks. Um, does that help? Does that feel good for you? Yes, it does, because I was thinking of that my only option was to be pushy now. No. And I, I, didn't, I didn't do anything because it felt so wrong. Yeah. Well, we are, okay, try to flip the script on it. And instead of being pushy, sales is about informing, it's about connection, and it's about being helpful. So how can you do one of those three things? and maybe even rotate through them. <laughs> so informing might be um, I have a lot of projects coming up, but I have space to do this between I don't know, I'm making this up. October 14th and October 20th, are you still interested? Yes or no? If no, that's fine. I just want to open up the spot to somebody else. Mhm. Mm um, connection might be that going out for that coffee or just having a, a touch point to see what they're up to and, you know, letting them know that you're paying attention to them too. And helpfulness might be, um, I know you were really interested in getting a commission of, was it her two children? Yeah. Of, of your two children. Um, I know that that's something that's really special. If, if there's any obstacles like money or time or anything, just let me know so we can figure out how to work through that together if that's something you still want. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Cool. 
Okay, and then your other question. So I'm gonna put next steps, follow up with children commission. Okay. Today, no, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then your other question was, you would like to start offering a holiday present idea offer. Last year, I got several commissions leading up to the holidays. And I'm thinking of a way to combine them with my small affordable pieces as a special. Great. So you want to tell me a little bit more? Well, what I sell most is commissions, mm -hmm. pets and people, children mm -hmm. mostly. Um, but now I have um, ra ra raised my, raised, yes, raised, raised my your prices. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit scared to communicate about that but why I, are I you scared just because it's new well because this one person she doesn't react and i'm thinking oh that was, that was my that was my old prices and she doesn't react you know mm. i'm a bit panicky <laughs> yeah that's fair um, so i was thinking to do the a combination of commissions and my smaller pieces but I really have to make sure that I don't spend the time that I spend on a larger commission because that would be shooting myself in the foot. Right. Have you done any of the small play ones yet? Yes. Okay. So we said last time, time limit two hours. You're going to do maybe 20 by 20 centimeters, one experimental tool, three colors, and you're going to work on four to five at once. So in my mind, that feels very conducive to a commission. It's just a different, not even a different style, but. Well, it is a bit of a different style because I'm trying to be more abstract with these. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would love for you to put together. How many have you done? Um, I have eight now. But congratulations, good job. Thank you. But I'm pretty sure what well, we talked about. I talked about well, I asked Jess too in the in the workshop because mm -hmm. I haven't really sold a portrait of a, a stranger to someone, you know. Mm -hmm. I I mostly sell um, animal pieces and commissions, but the commissions are all always of the animal or the person that they know. Yeah. So that's why I'm a bit scared that these smaller pieces are not going to sell. So here's another idea for you as far as the follow-up goes. You could reach back out to her and say, I know that you're interested in this style because that's what I've been showing on my Instagram, but I'm really interested in trying this other style, or mm -hmm. the, like a similar style, but a little bit more abstracted and a little bit more simplified. Would yeah. you be open to your children being one of my test subjects. And then if you love them, you can buy them and they will cost this much. And if she doesn't love them when I have done them, then it's okay. And it's just, I learned something. You learned something and you have portraits just like what you would have had anyway. Yeah, indeed. So that yeah, could even be something that you do with multiple people like, hey, I'm trying this thing out. Do you want to be my guinea pig? Which I, is a really I, fun way to do like a commission slash try to do a new style slash yes. all the things kind of mixed together. Take some of the pressure off of you, gives them another connection point, gives you subjects that are already going to be somewhat interested. So I feel like it's a win, 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 win. That sounds good. It reminds me of something I did in January. I was uh, practicing painting skin tones mm -hmm. and I asked people to send me close-up pictures of their people and and I was going to post them on social media and if they liked them they could buy them and it was a fixed price mm -hmm. but they were very small and so I they knew in advance it wasn't a big thing but and it worked rather well yeah let's do so, that again yeah let's do that again I'm excited okay so we are going to, and I, I also want to say for your 
your smalls, we can make that either the commission or the, I just need to do some and I don't have a subject right now. So I'm just going to do some, but just yeah. keep going with that. So let's write that down. Um, smalls offered as trial missions as well. Okay, so you think you'll use that for your friend? Yes, and and I'm going to put that on my social media too. Yeah, okay. I'm excited. Okay. In the treasury, I would like you to try this. In the treasury, there is a, what is it called? Five social media posts to serve a goal or create a purpose or something like that. And basically what it is, is five social posts about one thing. I want you to try oh. that for this. I will have to find it and put it in here. Five in treasury. Five social posts to serve a purpose, I think is what it's called. Because when you just post about it once and then no one responds and you're like, ah, nobody cares. But yeah, one isn't enough to do anything. And really five is very little, but it's going along with that trial again. Oh, five is little. <laughs> Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, and we said that you are going to be doing two videos a week. So this will basically be your next two or three weeks of posts. Yes, and I've been doing that. Good. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I've I've saw I saw your social. It's looking good. It's a lot of reels, but I'm a bit uncomfortable, but I well, I'm getting there. But you're doing a good job. Thanks. Welcome. Daisy, you want to go next? You got anything in particular you want to talk about or you just want to see what's up? Um, uh, the only thing specific that I can think of that I want to talk about is um, the commission that I am working on, the one that we were just talking about, um, this mm -hmm. large one. Um, I, so I did... In, in the agreement, I negotiated that we would do a start from scratch twice if she was unhappy with it and oh, then okay. rework as needed, but start from scratch twice, which I think is one more than I should have. I should have just said one start from scratch, <laughs> but live You'll and learn. learn. Right? Yeah. Live and learn. Um, so I have started from scratch. So I did the first one and then had to start from scratch. And this one, she's not quite happy with either. Um, and I'm not going to buy another canvas because it's too expensive. And sure. I feel like in all fairness, I can still use this canvas and still make it work beautifully. So I don't feel like I'm, I'm, no, I don't think you should either. Yeah. So, um, uh, so, and she's been very communicative. She's been very nice. She hasn't been like difficult to work with. She just, she knows exactly what she wants. Mm -hmm. And for the amount of money, I, I mean, you know, I want her to be, I want her to love it because yeah. I want her to have it in her home and show all her other friends and, you know, and get more out of it. So, um, I want her to absolutely love it and not just be like me. So, um, I've, this is like not happened before with the commission. Like this is, this is new. Um, I mean, I, I don't always nail it the first time, but this is definitely like more reworks than I've ever had to do before. And, um, she's been very understanding. She had to go out of town for a few weeks. So it, it, it extended our timeline, which was great. And she was like, just, you know, you know, take a break from it, just walk away from it and then come back to it. She's been great. So that's what I did. And it's been nice. Um, but now we're kind of approaching, okay, I need to like <laughs> get started on this again. And I feel a little like, like, um, like it's hanging over me and I, you know, I'm just trying to like mentally work through that. So I've broken down like today, my plan is to just spray paint over the existing painting as it is right now, as if it's a fresh canvas and like, and then just see how I feel from there. But, um, that's really like, I'm just kind of struggling. I've never like, this is never, 
I've never had a piece of work like loom over me. And I think part of it is because I really want the other half of this commission money. So it's like, I'm like, part part of it is financially motivated because I really was wanting that income for September and we're almost out of September. And so I'm like trying really hard not to focus on that. Um, yeah. So that's just kind of where I am. It's like a lot of different pressures converging that's making it like almost impossible to do. Yeah. What do you do to release steam? Um, I exercise or I paint. (laughs) Okay. Have you been exercising? Yeah. Probably a lot. Um, Yeah. What else? Um, that's, that's kind of, well, that's kind of it. I, so I, I did have an idea for another painting and I was like, maybe I should just work on something else entirely. A lot of times I would recommend that, but in this case, I feel like if you go and work on something else, you're just going to constantly be like, yeah, I need to, I need to, (laughs) um, I think definitely getting it spray painted over. So it's a blank slate today is a great idea. And then has she been really good about explaining what she does want and doesn't want? Yeah. Yeah. She's well, it's taken, it's, it's taken a minute to get there, but I feel pretty clear now what she wants. And so part of what happened is like, for sketches I used very small panels and did like little sketches of composition and colors that she wanted Mm -hmm. and then like photoshopped them and set them into photographs of her living room to give her an idea of like what we were going for right and she loved that well she really fell in love with the sketch Uh oh, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like this big yeah as opposed to the four by six foot painting that she, that she's wanting. And so she had said she loved the sketch and that she just wanted the background colors to be brighter and like overall brighter. So that's what I did. Um, But I didn't know that like the exact composition of the sketch and everything was what she fell in love with. So the composition and the feel of it was a little different. There were like different techniques. So that's why the first one got scratched, but the colors she said were perfect. So for the second one, I, I, I thought, I thought it, I thought compositionally it was almost identical to the sketch, but um, there was some overspray of like the blue where the background was like orange and yellow. And so of course we as artists know when that happens, it can kind of look a brown color in photographs. Mm -hmm. And so she wasn't crazy about the amount and she, and she felt like it was too color saturated. So I kind of like went overboard with the brighter boulder and, and then it, it really was like, she really did mean like she wanted exactly like the sketch. And then she even said like, I know it's abstract and you can't make it exactly, exactly like the sketch. Cause it's like, you can only control so much, but she, I guess just really fell in love with the composition and like the amount of color just brighter. So it just took us a couple of tries to like, <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. But I mean, thankfully she's, she's, an incredibly nice person and she's like very understanding of the like creative process so she hasn't I mean because because I've talked to some other people and they're like oh my god you know I mean I'm like no it's not like she's being you know I don't think it's her I think it's you yeah <laughs> I think so too <laughs> in in all the best ways yeah um Which is why I asked what you do to let off steam, because I think you have put so much pressure on this to make it perfect that it's almost like you're going to her and going, do you like this one? (laughs) As opposed to, look at this one. It's amazing. It's great. 
like you and this and I put a little bit of extra boo 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 in here and like it's just a whole different vibe and if yeah. you're not if you're like this instead of like this she's going to do the same she's going to react yeah. the same way yeah. and so I feel like you know exactly what she wants I feel like you are perfectly capable of executing it because you've done it twice already and you you know what to do and how to yeah. do it yeah I know like on this last one, I could kick myself because there was a point where I was like, oh, this is, this is awesome. This is great. And, and then I was like, but she wanted bolder. She wanted more bolder, brighter colors. And I just like, I was like, brighter, brighter, bolder, brighter, bolder. And it was like, you got to trust your instincts. Yeah. So take what she it's, it's just like everything that we have done, right? Take what she says she wants, but take what you're good at and what you know. Yeah. And find the happy medium. Yeah. Have you worked out yet today? Yeah. Um, so what I'm trying to get to is when I get super like heady, it's almost like I have to spend in an eight hour day, one hour working and seven hours on my energy, my mindset, my all, all those things. And that helps me get that one hour of work done and done well and done quickly. Yeah. But otherwise I'll spend the whole day just going... Uh, but I'll get as much done in that one hour as I will in the seven hours of stressing about it. Yeah. So I want you to find something fun or energizing or relaxing. Like, I don't care what it is. What is it? Okay. If I could say Daisy, you got the day off. You have no responsibilities. You have hundred bucks in your pocket. What would you choose to do? Um, gosh, I don't know. Maybe go find a cool place to eat lunch. I want you to go eat lunch. Okay. Maybe invite a friend. Maybe not. It's up to you. When you get back, spray paint it white and put a layer of color down. I think that's going to change the way that you see it. It's yeah. going to change your confidence. And maybe even after you put down the white, go do something else. Like go for a walk around the block a couple times or read yeah. a chapter in a book. Or which is why in the planner, I give you all these energetic exercises because sometimes you need them a lot. Yeah. yeah. I actually like, I feel this might be completely wrong because I've never really watched you work except on Instagram. Uh, I feel like you could finish it by the end of the day if you put a lot of good energy into your body. I, th I think I could too. I just, I also don't want to like put that pressure on me that I have to, because I'm very much yeah. that person. Like, like I am, I love checking boxes off. Like I, I am like, yeah, it will feel so good to get this commission done and just like off yeah. of my plate. And like, so part of me is like, I want to just like power through it until it's done. And I think that's why the first two attempts at this just didn't work. Cause I was powering through and not like really. Yeah. Present. Let's have a play day. And I'm going to give you some boxes to check. Have you ever used the Pomodoro technique or do you know what that is? Mm -mm. So it's like 20 minutes of work, five minutes of rest, 20 minutes of work, five minutes of rest. We're going to use that idea. Okay. But instead I want you to do 45 minutes of play, whatever play means. Okay. 20 minutes of work. Okay. So go 45, 20, 45, 20 all day. And that is your assignment. So you can check off. I played, Yay. I worked, I played, <laughs> I worked. And then okay. it doesn't matter if you finish by the end of the day, but you will have some good progress and you probably will finish, but we're not going to say that. <laughs>
I don't want to put that part on. <laughs> will you on the at the end of the day, will you message me on Slack or Instagram or something and tell me how it went? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Okay. So I'm gonna write down 45 minute play. And this starts after lunch. Okay. So we'll say 20 minute work, 45 minute play. Rotate. If you need to make it like 25 minute or 30 minute work and an hour, whatever. I don't okay. really care, but you get the idea. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. To make progress on motion. And if you honestly, if you have, if you're approaching your work right after putting in all that good energy, it's going to come out on the canvas too. It's just gonna yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think so. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Good. I feel good. Okay. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Tracy, tell me all the things, my dear. Oh, Daisy, did you have anything else? No, that was really okay. it. Okay, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. You were mentioning that you wanted to talk about ideal art buyers. And I we've we've done this together. Like you, you know the basics. So mm -hmm. tell me where you feel like you're struggling. Um so I I need to kind of revisit the my art ideal art buyer list. And as I'm I'm just wanting to make sure that I'm using my time mm. well and like you know really um you know so so the I think the main issue is that a lot of them are not on social media. Yeah. So if I'm spending a lot of time making all these posts, I don't know that I'm attracting my ideal buyers. Um, and as I've been thinking about, and I have like a spreadsheet of like who has bought paintings lately. And it's, I mean, some of them are definitely people that I have relationships with. Like I have this, you know, new, awesome new commission project that came from a, you know, former work colleague. And like, so that was a relationship. Thing. So that, that was awesome. But, um, but then some of them have just come from, you know, like um, one big painting at my open studio last year, like this lady walked in and just like loved the painting and bought it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, um, I just have had other things where people just like see the work and they're like, I love it. And then they buy it. So like, I don't know how to, how do I make well, that happen more? <laughs> Okay, so where do what, I what do I do with that? Because I, I feel like I just I end up having I was ending up having a lot of coffees just with like friends or like people who had bought paintings before and it just like didn't feel like it was going anywhere. So I'm just trying to untangle that. Yeah. Well, like what I was talking about with Nathalie. Am I saying your name right? I have asked you before, but I just need to know. Nathalie? You can say Natalie. Natalie. Yeah, well, we, we say Natalie, Natalie. but it's because it's French, but I don't mind Natalie. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Um, have we talked about client buying cycles, Tracy? No. Mm -mm. no. So, Generally, and I'm not going to say like this is a hard and fast rule, but generally people buy in a similar amount of time. And sometimes that rule is going to break, such as your open house, there are more touch points, connection points, whatever. But like for, let's, let's use me as an example for a second. So for this program, because it's lower priced than I've ever done before, it was like, I tell people about it and within two or three weeks, they'll decide to buy it. For some of my other programs, it's been nine months or two or three years, even depending on one, my aptitude and confidence level and also how expensive it is. Like there's a lot of different factors. 
but I pretty much say, okay, it's going to take me this long. Once I've talked to somebody about buying something, it's going to take about this long before they actually decide to buy anything. And it's usually an extended period of time, which is why I was talking about long-term sales with both Natalie and Daisy. Um, because you have been doing a really good job with making sure you have something every month that you can collect new people from. But mm -hmm. in your mind, you're separate. It, I think in your mind, you're separating that from, well, I'm having coffee with this person and um, I'm doing social media over here and it all feels very disjointed. Is that mm -hmm. what's happening? Yeah. It, it feels disjointed. Yeah. Like I had the woman who bought the, the big painting at the open studio last year. Um, I thought she was a really cool person. So, um, you know, we've had lunch a couple times and, mm -hmm. but I don't know, like it always takes a ton of time to do that. And, and I'm like, how does it, I don't know if it's, I don't know. <laughs> Would you have lunch with her anyway? Were a painting sale not on the line? Um, yeah, probably. So that's really the direction I want you to go with personal invitations. Mm -hmm. If you wouldn't do, if you're not getting anything out of it, unless they buy something, yeah. then it just oh, yeah. gives it like a funky, yeah, like, again, you're not going to like it and they're not going to like it. So they're like, why are we doing this? Because it feels weird. Um, right. So yes, those do take up time on your calendar, but they also, they fill your cup. So it's another yeah. energetic input that is helping you along this long game, right? Right. So yeah. The one thing that's a little bit tricky, as you said, most of my people that are on my list aren't on social media. And so the thing about the social media or the newsletter or whatever mm -hmm. is that it gives you additional touch points in between, and they're not quite as strong, but they're still, don't forget I exist kind of things Right. in between the things that take longer. Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking and talking at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, Some of them are on Facebook. Um, I've you say a lot them, of times Facebook. Yeah, almost none of them are on Instagram. People but you like Instagram the best, but you've been trying to put stuff out on Facebook too because you know that most of your people tend to be there. It's so tricky because Facebook... Um, I do have some people who have bought for me who are on Facebook. I also have a lot of people who I've sort of, you know, got, you know, known over the years. And a lot of them just want to hear what my kids are doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if I do an art post, like I'll get a lot less, um, like those people don't really care about it, which is yeah. fine. Like, that's you fine. Know, of, yeah. So, um, so I haven't really done an art post lately on Facebook, but I, I probably should. Um, well, think about it this way. Yes. Those people who just want to know what your kids are up to, aren't going to click like, actually, they probably aren't even seeing it because algorithm is really effing smart, mm -hmm. <laughs> like right. really, really smart. Um, but if you aren't putting out those art posts, when people are occasionally buying from them, mm -hmm. how are you going to make any sales? off of Facebook. Right. right. Yeah. I'd no, almost I, rather, even though, and I don't normally recommend this, but because we work together for so long and I've heard you say it so many times, I'm almost rathering, rathering you um, focus more on Facebook than Instagram. Okay. Cause I don't think you hate it. I, I don't get on Facebook very often, but when I do Tracy pops up <laughs> probably because that's I, the I only ones I ever like. <laughs> yeah, I like Facebook. Actually, I somehow have avoided getting on these like weird, I don't get any news or anything on it. Um, I feel like you're very comfortable there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm in like some other like a painting group and it has like a private group. So I'll, I go in and I like to hang out up with that. So mm -hmm. 
So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with Facebook. I, I don't want to overload people with um, the art stuff though in my personal, just because of that, like some people don't want to see it, so. How often do you post personal on Facebook? Uh, maybe once a month. Oh, so like hardly at all. Um, sometimes it, like it just, if something's happening, then I'll mm-hmm. post about it, but I won't just randomly post on Facebook. Like when school started, I did like a couple posts um, or I don't know, vacation. I posted about that, but. I'm going to look at your, what did we say? Eight reels on Instagram. Stories on Instagram. I Mm -hmm. haven't done any reels. (laughs) And you say you were going to do two art posts for Facebook. How does that feel for you still? Um, A week? No, what we decided was you're going to do eight reels for the month. Mm -hmm. One newsletter a month stories as they pop up and then you said I want to do a couple of art posts on Facebook as well oh that feels if it's over a month I think that's that's fine okay I haven't done my eight Instagram reels so it's part of my well that we decided that September 10th so you still have half a month right I need some content. Yeah. Is is Instagram worth doing for you? Is it worth it? Um, I don't know. It's fun if I get a good response, but then mm-hmm. it's like not fun if I don't. <laughs> and I don't know if it's leading to anything at all, just because of this whole thing with my buyers not really being there. And I just feel like there's a, I've, I did go through my Instagram followers and I've started to kind of clean people out who I mm-hmm. think are creepy. Um, so that's. Yeah. After I told you to do that, I did that for yeah. a little bit too. And I was like, this is boring. I quit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, was a lot okay. So yeah. I'm not sure we're getting to the heart of your question here. Can you ask the question again? Um, what's the best way to spend my time as I'm figuring out the whole, you know, relationship building and the visibility piece of this. Okay. So I'm going to look at, I just deleted your calendar yesterday. So I got to add it back. Hold up. Share my screen. All right, so here is your time. We split it up about 50-50 between marketing and art time, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like your question is, what should I be doing inside of each of these? Is that correct? Yeah. As far as best time spent when you feel shaky about where your ideal art, well, you don't really feel shaky. You'd know where they are. Yes? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I know who has already bought from me. It's just trying to figure out who, who will, like, who will be future buyers. <laughs> How can I reach them the best? Yeah. So this may or may not be a recap. Mm, I'm going to say something else. Hold on. My brain's going 18 different directions. Which direction do I want to go? There's two types of selling art, in my opinion. I have completely made this up. No one else said this, but this is how I see it. You can sell on the internet to people you don't know, low, low cost, high volume of followers and people um, with a really strong message. That's like- Ever worked for me. That, 
that's like one of those um lottery for some people you can you can do it mm-hmm. but it's much harder and it feels like you're never gonna get there right because you've got to have a lot of followers and know exactly what they want to buy and be really strong in your message mm-hmm. what I teach is the flip side of the coin it's kind of like the opposite so it's more about higher touch point mm-hmm. with fewer people with higher price right so you have been executing that however yeah, yeah. you've still got this model of what everyone tells you you should be doing like that's just the marketing message that is out there. You need to get more followers so you can get more buyers and strangers can buy from you. Right. I don't really, strangers are going to buy from you regardless of which one you choose, but you're going to have more sales a lot sooner using this smaller model. So if you just don't worry about it. (laughs) I mean, kind of. Yeah. You have to be very purposeful about the time that you are spending using it to look for opportunities and using it to ask, almost ask favors. When I say favors, I mean like when you want something in particular, like um, I've been working with Daisy the longest, so I know Daisy's the best, but Um, Daisy wants to get her artwork in hospitals. So that's a very specific favor that she can ask, do you know anyone you could introduce me to? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. When you know what you want and you have a strong network of people that you've been nurturing and taking out to copy and whether or not you feel like that's going anywhere, it is because you're growing that relationship. Right, okay. So those people can help you expand much more quickly into whatever it is that you do want to do. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to do? Um, I mean, my next, I would love to get my work in um, some galleries. I would love that. I'm trying to think where the recording might be. I did a whole session on picking a repeated action step to get you what you want. And I think that that could be a really great next step for you. Okay. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Okay. Actually, I think I know where it is. So did we pick out months for you like this month is this focus this month is this focus no not really we said yeah we said what events were your focus so your october focus i'm going to challenge you to make a find a repeatable process okay which is what i'm going to try to get you a recording of. <laughs> Almost there. Okay. I guess it's not there. I'm going to have to find it and I will get it for you. Okay. But it was just me and two other people. I remember, and we walked through how to basically, if you want your art in galleries, how to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. And it works really well. Okay. So I will get you a copy of that. And do you want to walk? I feel like it's, going to take too long and then it's nine minutes to walk through it but 
um, the recording will do a good job. Awesome. Um, I mean, one thing I was thinking, I did, so I did the newsletter um, and that I got, you know, really nice response. I got some notes back from people. Um, and I noticed, was just kind of looking through who opened the newsletter mm-hmm. this morning. And I was thinking um, maybe I could, like some people opened it like multiple times. Maybe I could follow up with them. Um, yes, and ma'am. some of them are not even people that I really know. So that's um, okay. So that could be a way to kind of expand my circle a little bit. Um, one, the, there's a couple ways you can do this. You could just um, write them an email and say some, something in the subject line to get their attention, but like, thank you, Jessica. And then say, hey, I just wanted to tell you that, um, you know, I saw that you were on my newsletter and that you've been reading them. And it just means the world to me and maybe make an invitation to them or say, you know, you could also be on Instagram or Facebook or like give them something, somewhere to go. But the more... The, the less cut and paste you can make it look, yeah. the more they'll go, oh, that's so nice. Like mm. she took the time to do that. Right. Um, the other thing that you could do is not acknowledge that you know that they're on your newsletter, but like go find them on Instagram or Facebook. Sometimes you can do that with an email address. A lot of times you can, not every time, but a lot of times you can. Mm-hmm. And just go start a conversation with them over there. So it's like, right. whoa, this person that I've been talking to just talked to me. That's really cool. Right. And it just depends who you are. Some people find that they know I'm on their newsletter and they know I open their newsletter creepy. And other people are like, I don't care. That's so cool that she did that. And right. then the flip side of it is like, how, how she, I don't, she just showed up like, whoa, that's, that's really neat. So like either one works. Well, um, so like Daisy and who was the other person? We're making nurturing processes for some people. Um, one nurture touch point could be if you see they're opening your emails, either write them a personal note or go find them on social media and say hello. Okay. When you look back at how long it took people to buy from them showing interest in what you do, can you estimate that timeline? I mean, this, the, the really big commission that I have right now has taken a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had coffee. I had coffee with her last November. <laughs> so it didn't feel like it was going anywhere then, right? You're right. No. Yeah, we had lunch, and then later she was like, "Oh, um, I'm redoing my kitchen. You know, maybe you could do a painting for me." And then it then like, yeah, it's been very very slow. Um, but but it's almost really more encouraging when you can see it that way like Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen right after I do x or y right but I'm just going to continue nurturing connecting informing Mm -hmm. helping and see how many of these touch people turn into something in the next year yeah and then you can start to see like numbers like oh, I've been nurturing 30 people for the last year and four of them ended up buying big commissions. So four divided by 30 is, I have no idea, over 10%, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Uh, So I know that if I want eight commissions next year, I maybe want to either tweak some things to dial it up a little bit, or I want to do more people. So maybe I'll do 45 and I'll add in an extra couple of touch points and get eight. And then like, you can start to kind of see the trends of how things are going when you really 
look at numbers instead of nothing's working in your head <laughs> because you say working 27 out of 30 days because that's just how our brains go. But then when you really look at it, you're like, oh, it's working. This and this and this worked. So I'm going to try that more. Then I'm try that more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a better headspace. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So what are your takeaways? Um, I think I just need to be okay with the model that we were talking about of, you know, fewer people, higher touch, and just like, you know, even if it's not leading to something immediately, like just, you know, keep going with it because, you know, at a minimum, I'll enjoy having lunch with the person. And then Well, and also remember that these all of when you're looking for these opportunities, they build. Yeah. You're building mm-hmm. on top of each other. Mm-hmm. and there's something else that keeps coming that I want to say and then it keeps going away um oh as you find these people inside of these in these opportunities make sure that they're getting their touch points because if they're not yeah they might not turn into anything right right I could do better. I tend to ebb and flow. Like I will do um, like one week, I'll really feel like talking to people. And so I will. And then a couple months will go, a, a couple months will go by and I'll go, oh, I haven't talked to that person in a while. And then I'll touch back in. If in my ideal world, I would have one touch point with each of my people every month. Right. That just doesn't tend to work out for me. Yeah. But that's where some of these group invitations come in because you can have lots of people at once sometimes. Right. right. Yeah, no, as I'm, I mean, I can think of a whole bunch of people that I could just send a quick message to. Like I find Facebook Messenger works really well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People are on there and just like something really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can easily do that. Perfect. Cool. Okay, great. Thank you. Natalie, Daisy, you guys have anything you want to say that was your takeaway, whether it was yours or not? I really like the Pomodoro technique. I didn't Mm. know it. I wrote it down, so thank you. (laughs) Yeah, if you look up, I use it a lot. Um, Just look up Pomodoro timer on Google and it'll like give you an automatic kind of deal. Okay. Yeah. Daisy, anything for you? Um, no, I'm I'm excited to to try that and encouraged. Yes, good, good, good. excellent. That's what I want you guys to feel when you walk away. Can yeah. do you guys have like three minutes? I want to ask a question. Sure. Um, in my head, I'm thinking about slightly changing from office hours to like set groups of three or four where you meet twice a month. And so like, you just have this small group that you get to know people and you, it's the same as office hours essentially, but it's just the same people every time. Is that interesting? Or would you, do you like where you can just sign up as needed and whoever's there is there? Um, I know my work schedule is going to be changing at the end of October where I won't have, I may, I mean, I create my own schedule, but I'll also, I have two 12 hour shifts a week that I have to fulfill. So it may not always be the same days. Um, So I, I like the idea of having a consistent group because you get to really know people more, but I don't know if I don't know yet how, having like a set day will work into that change in my schedule. Okay. Anybody, any other feedback? So I haven't decided to do it yet, but it's just an idea I had and I thought was interesting and wanted to see what you guys thought about it. My, my schedule changes too. So it was like, I couldn't do yesterday because my daughter had a doctor's appointment. So it was nice that today, like I could choose. Do you like the 
flexible hours. What about you, Natalie? This is, <laughs> it's okay. Um, this is my first office hours with other people, so I'm. I don't know. I like hearing. Oh, it the, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, I like hearing the advice you give other people, but I have never. Well, I haven't been in a lot of different situations, so I don't. Know. Yeah, you don't know until you try it. Okay, yeah. well, that's good feedback. I appreciate all of it. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for chatting. What am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to go do. I'll figure something out. <laughs> Write content. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. okay. Bye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye.